Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Gen Z and Millennial Expert. Welcome. Today's date is March 3rd, 2021, and this is episode number 113. I'm so glad to have everybody here today. It has been a great day. Uh, We do reside in Southern California, San Diego to be precise. And normally San Diego is is known for the beautiful weather, the palm trees, and the great overall scenery. But today was blustery, cold, windy, and it was just not your typical San Diego weather day. But enough of the weather here, I'm sure... Where you're living, the weather might have even been worse, and maybe even in some cases better. I just want to thank you for all the listeners. We have a, quite a few new listeners uh, joining daily, and so we do appreciate you, and we hope you continue to listen. And if you have any questions, or you have ideas for shows, or you want to disagree, whatever it may be, feel free to email me at jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Again, that's Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Or check out our website, Gen Z and millennialexpert.com. So anyways, we're glad to have everybody today. And I want to start out by just talking about a book I literally just picked up today and started reading it. I actually had the owner uh, son of the company I work for, he purchased this book and sent it to me. So I'm very interested in reading it. And if you have read it out there, then uh, you know you'll know if it's a great book or not. It's called "The Richest Man Who Ever Lived: King Solomon's Secrets to Success, Wealth, and Happiness" by Stephen K. Scott. I'm literally on page two right now and just started it. So we'll see how it turns out. If it's a great book, then I will definitely let you know. And we might even have a conversation on it and go over it specifically the high points, low points, and how it can really help us be successful within our life. As I've mentioned before, this podcast is ultimately about motivating, inspiring, habits, and anything related to Gen Z and millennials and those that lead them. So our goal on this podcast is always to be able to find meaning, find inspiration. And if this is the first thing you listen to on a daily basis, then I hope I'm getting you excited. I hope you're getting jumping out of bed going, yes, I'm ready to start my day. Why? Because I'm inspired. It's going to be great And there's so much to look forward to in a day. I hope everybody that listens feels like every day is a great day to challenge the status quo, to make a difference in whatever job you are doing. Today's topic is going to be a great one. And it is about finding meaning in a job when your job feels meaningless. Now, with COVID and everything transpiring, a lot of people are just going through the motions. Are any of you out there going through the motions in your current job 
or if it's not your job, maybe it's a career you've chosen. Do you feel like you're just kind of spinning in a cycle? Just nothing changes day to day and it's just mundane. Well, if you are feeling that way, then this is going to be a great topic for you today. And if you do have meaning in your work, that is great. Maybe we will provide you some tips that will be helpful to not only make it a little bit better than it is right now. The reality is, is, you know, you can break free of the negativity. And what can you do to change your perspective on work? How can you use your skills, experience, and values to reignite your passion and drive? Who can help you find that purpose? And what can you do to use the present moment's COVID crisis to help create meaning? I know many of you have facilitated or been part of all the Zoom calls or all the corporate bureaucracy during this COVID crisis. And a lot of people you'll see, they're just going to the motions, just trying to keep their jobs. And understandably so, this is not a good time to lose your job. I can speak from experience. The last opportunity I was with, I should say the last position I was in, I was spinning my wheels. I was in an industry that didn't excite me. It was mundane. And I felt like I was one of those people I just spoke of. I was spinning my wheels in the corporate world. I was basically doing enough to make sure I was being productive. I was being a good leader. And I was facilitating the goals of the company and making sure that we had great revenue. But I didn't have the passion. I didn't have the excitement on a day-to-day -day basis. And that I do have now. I did have to change well, I didn't change careers, but I went back to an old career form that I had a lot of passion for. Because earlier I chased the paycheck. I'm sure many of you out there have chased the paycheck before and maybe have left that. Or you're still chasing the paycheck because it pays the bills and it's not a good time to switch jobs. I totally get it. You know, especially during COVID, it's understandable to feel that your work has lost its purpose. But rekindling it ought to be the top priority. Having an identity or professional purpose, it gives you motivation and more important, life meaning. Most people determine the meaning of their life by the job they do, which is interesting because when we retire one day, some people retire, they stop doing you know, they just start enjoying life. They stop doing the things that gave them the sense of purpose. And unfortunately, they pass away shortly after retirement. There's a lot of statistics that state that. And so you want to make sure whatever you're doing that gives you life purpose, you continue to do it. Now, sometimes even people that lose that passion, that excitement for the job, have a hard time getting out of bed. It becomes a challenge to get out of bed. I hope none of you are like that. And if you are, then can please continue to keep listening and also review the previous podcasts that we've shared. 
because I think you would be you would be feel great about moving forward and jumping out of bed because that is the purpose of all podcasts. And so the first thing you need to do is address the root reason for your feelings of the job being meaningless. And and some of it's usually stress, or maybe it's a lack of stress. Maybe there's boring, you're bored in work, or you have minor aggravations, or you're falling behind on deadlines that affect how you feel about your job. And, or you see people getting laid off or cutbacks. I can tell you that's one thing I saw in my last position was I saw a lot of people getting let go. I saw a lot of cutbacks. And that just takes the fun away from work. And then all the Zoom calls. These are the challenges of the coronavirus. So today we're going to talk about some of the hiccups of meaning the meaningless work we have but then we're also going to talk about how the, the the ways that our principles to remember the principles to remember will help us develop the strengths or the reason behind what we see as meaningless work so first of all as i mentioned offset the negativity you know as all these micro stresses eat away at you Micro moments of pleasure can help you find your way back. So think about people in your life that are heroes or things that calm you down like nature walks or religious services. Some people just need to get back to the spiritual side that help them. Think of the good feelings, the good moments. Go through some old pictures that make you happy. Go through some old articles that maybe were about you or you wrote or some things that were about family members. Uh, sometimes just going back down that memory lane will exhaust those negative feel- feelings you have in your brain and help you rejoice in the strength and joy that you've experienced in your lifetime or within your work. Uh, the other thing that you need to do is recognize that COVID and the economic problems and the political instability we've experienced has taken an enormous toll on the population, especially within the United States. If you're abroad, you may have heard of all the negativity that we've experienced leading up to the insurrection of January 6th and the the stating of a new president. So these are just some of the political instabilities that we have experienced. So we are all stressed. People are going through hard things all over the world. So what's important is cultivate humility and have compassion, which also means sometimes you have to shift your perspective and your views and what life offers to put yourself in somebody else's shoes because that ability to cultivate humility will help you feel better about your job, about how maybe people are experiencing their current life, their job, and that could be part of the aggravation that you're feeling. And that's why it is so important to look at the bright side. You probably heard that old cliche, look at the bright side in life. That is what it's about. It's about the mindset, how to devote your ability to see 
things in a positive light and realize other people are struggling economically, politically, socially. They may have kids that can't go to school. They may have a, a husband or a wife or a partner that's out of a job. There could be health issues. There could be so many different things that we just take for granted in the workplace. And that's why we have to offer compassion, humility to all those individuals around us. Remember, somebody always has it worse. And that is a proven fact over and over. Another important thing to think about to regain or rekindle or regenerate that fire within the purpose of your work and the meaningfulness of it is reflecting on the things that you care about and motivate you. Anytime, which is not very often, but anytime that I'm having a down moment or I'm not energized and I'm not feeling my work has a meaning it needs to or there's stress or whatever it may be within the working climate, all they have to do is think about my family, my wife, but more specifically, my young son, Hunter. I think about what life is going to have to offer him and how I can help improve his life, improve him as a human being. And that's what drives me. The important thing about my life is my family, my son, and how I live my life is how I want to be able to educate him to do the things the right way. So think about this for a second when you ask yourself, what drives me? What are my values? What am I good at doing? And what contributions do I wish I could make? How can I be a, a member of society that generates new ideas, that creates new opportunities, that makes a difference? Uh, don't think about changing the world. Think about maybe changing your job or doing something that's going to help uh, co-workers. Remember, you don't need to be curing diseases or saving endangered species for your work to be meaningful. Think about what excited you about working at your organization in the first place. Was it your boss? Was it the paycheck? Was it the sense of what you do on a daily basis? Think about projects or plans that invigorate you. Consider what excited, what you're excited to learn in your job. Reflect the problems of your organization and think about how you can help and tackle. If you're coming up short on coming up with ideas or coming up with passion or finding ways to reinvigorate re your job, ask your colleagues what's important to them within the job. What do they think you know, your strengths are? Piggyback on their energy and insights can help you regain your, dare I, dare I say it, dare I say it, inspiration. Let them help you find your inspiration. Another key way of helping you find your meaning within the job, as I mentioned, the first was cultivate humility. The second was reflect on your values. And third is, is offer your assistance. If you want to align your purpose with the mission of your organization, and you want to feel like you're doing 
is for the greater good, then you need to find ways to offer assistance and help to your colleagues and those around you. It is not enough to have this knowledge, this talent, to not share it. Because overall, being helpful is one of the most gratifying things you could do. I'm going to ask you this question. How does it feel when you help others? How does it feel when you help others? It feels great. It's a, everybody wants to be needed. Everybody wants to feel that they are wanted and they are, they are needed. That's one of the things that you become a, in your senior years and you're maybe not working. One of the things that is the most gratifying is making sure that you're needed. Even though you're no longer working or you're retired, you want to feel that sense of belongingness. Everybody wants to feel that. So offer assistance, make yourself feel better, and also help somebody else in need. And one other aspect that I'd like to share is think about crafting your current job with an eye towards purpose. And you know what this is called? It is called job shaping. Job shaping is an additional strategy that will help you spark enthusiasm for work. Find new ways to do your job. Find new ways to create opportunities and contributions for your organization. Sometimes it's as simple as coming up with a new program, coming up with new ideas, and ultimately advancing the, the ability for your organization to do better. And, and seek out and be grateful for colleagues. Even when you have a loss of enthusiasm, those around you can help you invigorate, regenerate, get excited, and reduce that negativity. And if all of this fails, if you cannot find purpose and you're still dragging and you can't get out of bed, then there's one other simple solution. Reconsider a career change, but don't be reckless when you do it. Don't quit your job in the height of a pandemic without any other alternative option. If you're contemplating quitting, hold off until you have a bigger and better job market. It's important to be positive in the choices you make. If you can drag out that job for a little bit longer, then you're going to have a better opportunity to be able to have success in finding a new opportunity. And as I mentioned earlier, I did want to identify a few different principles to remember. So number one is reflect on how your strengths can help your organization deal with the current moment's challenges. And look for ways to shape your job to make your work more meaningful than number one. Number two is offer help and assistance. Helping others provides purpose in itself. You might, for instance, coach a younger employee or help a member of your team who's struggling. And number three, look for ways to feel uplifted and take a break from the news from time to time. Because the news is will drain you. It will take everything out of you because everything in the news is usually negative. 
Reduce that negativity in your life. And don't, these are the key things about don't. Don't go at it alone. Talk to your colleagues about how and why the work you do affects others. Don't neglect to say thank you. Showing your appreciation for colleague, colleagues balances out the negative mindset. And don't make hasty decisions about quitting. A time of great uncertainty and instability, which is right now, it's important to be positive in the choices you make. So that is the aspects that I wanted to talk about today. It's about how to find meaning when your job feels meaningless. We all have opportunities to be great. We can all be great in everything we do, but we got to find that passion. We got to find that meaning and we need to take it and run with it. So as always, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. You ignite my passion. You ignite my energy. And I hope that you receive some great information that will help you with your day. So if not, well, get some energy, do some jumping jacks, and get ready to start your day if you're doing that. If not, and you're in the middle of your day, take a deep breath and say, Ah, you know what? I'm going to make the rest of the day great. And if it's nighttime, then just take a deep breath and go, I'm going to relax. I'm going to look forward to making tomorrow another great day. So as always, if it's in the morning, afternoon, or night, take care, be safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.